Frontier. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real time limits making their way into your ears. First, from a place called Garniston, he is the Pyramid. It's going to be the funniest show ever because I'm all about the comedy and the money, money. baby. How much you getting paid? And his partner, Fader Top End of Stevenson. For Mexico City to Beef Community Centre, I've got stories that are going to blow your mind. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Wrestling Daft and as you can hear, Card is always subject to change. I am John, usually producing the show. Unfortunately, our friend, Mr. Rab Franz, Mr. Eleven himself, cannot be here today because he's filming his brand new sitcom, The Scots. So he was rained off, so he couldn't do the podcast, so he sends his apologies. However, we are, as ever, joined by the Stevenson Dream himself, Mr. Graham Stavely, a.k.a. Grado. John, it's great to be here. Uh, we're recording this on Wednesday night. I've just moved up to Glasgow. I'm going to be in Glasgow for the foreseeable, filming something. So I'm in digs just now. I've just came here about an hour ago. Um, obviously, Rab, I came in it's like, man, because filming with the rain and stuff like that, if, especially if he's doing, he may be talking shit. He could, he, could he could be making it up, but I know what it's like when they're filming rain in the exterior. Yeah. Sorry, I the exterior, and then you know they need to kind of wait and stuff like that. But it's a bit excuse. Um, however, we'll 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 batter on through. We've got things to that. talk about. This is what I'm sure there's. If you ever you want me to tell you a wee story, John, just give me the. I'll I'll, I'll do that, Grado. I'm in a mood. You're you're in a. We're currently. If you're watching the video version of this, of course you can get that patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. Uh, you can see that Grado is in a room. He set up his laptop in a cupboard. And he's now sitting in a high chair with his microphone on top of a set of drawers. So it's yep. a little bit different. This it's week. going to be... It's all right, man. Do you know what? I'm in the mood for telling these stories and what, I've, what have you because I feel like I'm on the road. Oh, do you, is it, does it take you back to the TNA days, does it? Oh, it takes me back to being in Florida, man. Meeting the guys at the Miller Ale House, you know. Uh-huh. Sitting reading Abyssey's text for Hulk Hogan. Stuff like that, you know, I miss it. I miss it. Instead, you're filming two doors down, so you're getting Alex Norton and uh, Jonathan Watson's phone and that and reading their texts instead. And saying to Jonathan Watson, go, go and do Graham Sunnis, go and do Alex Ferguson. <laughs> well, that's the, the first time that I ever um, got the chance to date with Johnny. It was like, I, that's, I'm always getting in trouble with folk for marking out. I love it. It was the same way, like, never tell you what i done with Karen Dunbar. No, please don't tell me you'd went up and said, Are you going to do right. that or something right. like that? Right, so well, we're, um, the the folk that make Scott Squad, Joe Hallett, we um, made a pilot called Barry Lands, right, for right, BBC. Okay. And it was about my character was a guy that um, um, inherited his granddad's money, and his granddad told him just before he died that he should uh, take out the local fun park, right? Right. <laughs> It was a, it was a thing called Barry Lands. I was called Barry, and Karen Dunbar was playing my mom. And so we were, it was only one day of filming, right? Because it wasn't even a pilot; it was a taster tape. It was just a couple of scenes that we kind of ran. And uh, you know, this is the first day I met Karen Dunbar, and she, 
<laughs> sitting more kind of corner lines and all that, just about to take the idea we take. And just again, as soon as you was about to kind of, or about to go for it, I just went, Dairy school teacher. <laughs> and, and she went, What? And I was like, I used to, I used to date myself when I, when I was young. I used to, my mom used to get me to date in front of her pals when I was in primary seven. I go, We'll just do it. And she went, Are you, are you kidding me on? Are you kidding? And then I actually got a mega beamer and I was like, Why did I do that? Why did I do that? Karen Dunbar. I've done that with him. Yeah, I've never met Karen Dunbar, but Karen Dunbar strikes me as the kind of person that doesn't suffer fools gladly. Mm. You know what I mean? She doesn't miss and hit the wall, I'll tell you that. Right, right. Um, listen, I bet she's brilliant, but she yeah, is brilliant. Yeah, is she a wrestling fan? I don't think so. No, but she's fair, sure. Oh, well, that's good. You had something in common. Let's crack in. A lot of correspondence after last week's show. Grado, I need to ask you, um, we had a random run, and if you haven't checked out last week's episode, go and check it out. One of the fun, best runs we've ever had. Random running. we just said, who we put it out on Twitter, Click this link if you want to do the running. And it was answered by British veteran wrestler, I think that's a fair description, Sabotage, who you knew from the SWA days. What has the reaction from the boys been this week to the running? Oh, I've been getting plenty of texts. You know, I've been quite... Ever since we recorded that, right, I know we've had a couple of tweets and people going, I love that shit, I love it. This is what it's all about. Mere folks should be like it and stuff like that. I was getting paranoid, man, because... That, he, 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 again, he didn't miss and hit the wall, you know, big sabby, doesn't he? He doesn't fuck about. And um, just after I done it, I felt, oh, I was like, I don't know, man, because this is folk that I've known for years, but I can't deny that it was fucking hilarious. And here's the thing, John, I knew he was going to be like that. So, right. You know, we've done that, that we done that Zoom run in a, a couple of weeks ago with a guy who came on and yeah. it wasn't even a wrestling fan. He was just like, how are you doing? Well, just at the last kick of the ball, Sab had entered the room and I went, I wasn't prepared for it because I knew that's what he would, I knew he would come on and, and start fucking absolutely burying folk. Shooting, shooting and it was just by chance he came in again. So I was like, get big Sabon, get big Sabon. But you know what? Sab was amazing with me because he, um, I, he, right when I, when I first started wrestling, there was, there was, there was like, um, he came up and trained us and stuff like that. And I kind of went on the road with, with him and conscience and, as a wee guy, man, 15, 16 year old, it was like, this is the best, you know what I mean? Because he was also the first guy that came up here, in my opinion, in a lot of years, actually looked like a wrestler. You know, yeah. we would go into, as I said last week, we'd go into the kebab shop and they would shout, Undertaker, and he'd wear his gimmick outside. And I, I just thought he was cool, cool, cool as a cat. Um, and then obviously, I, I think Shamer told the story as well that we, we went to his wedding. Um, did we tell the story about his wedding? No, and how no, no, no. So Sabotage was at Seamus' uh, wedding, that's Coach Trip for anyone that doesn't know. So Coach Trip, me and Coach Trip were invited to Sab's wedding, right? Right. We were the we were the only boys that were, were invited. And so I'm sure, if, I feel as if I've told this story, maybe I haven't. Oh, I know I, Adam will be listening going, don't tell us, don't tell us, don't tell us. But we, um, so it was in the middle of nowhere. It was like, it was a lovely, it was like a lovely big old Scottish castle kind of church. Right. And so we went, right? And uh, Sab got married and stuff like that. And he says, right, let's go to the, he's gone to the wedding reception. Well, like, oh, fucking right, we're going, to, we're going to the wedding reception. So we, we jump in Coach Trip's motor and we see the the minister pull it. And like, oh, there's a minister. Like, follow him. He'll be going to, he'll be going to the reception. So we follow him. This is before sat navs and anything like that. And we're honestly, you, this is talk about Invernaywear, right? This was like, we're going on these bendy roads, country roads, following this minister. 
gets to about fucking 45 minutes, what like that? We fucking, sure he's definitely going to the reception. <laughs> so we follows him into this wee turn and he turns into a drive and we're like, ah, right, hold on. So we follow him into the drive, the, the, the minister comes busting out his car, what he's doing? What? <laughs> you know, got to the reception, he goes, no, I'm going fucking aim. <laughs> we followed him in. <laughs> It took us about fucking. It took us. Well, where the hell are we? So there was no way. Sad phone does and was like, "Where are you?" And we felt terrible, but literally we were in the middle of nowhere. We didn't know where we were, and we had to get up up the road. But um, you know, it was. I'm glad we actually made the the wedding because uh, he's great. And he's he's his wife Abby's brown as well. And the wings he's got as well. They're, they're they're brand new. So anyway, what's the the, the reaction been well, like to it anyway? Response has been pretty positive for Sam. Basically, to come. we we had to. I have to admit, on the group chat, on the wrestling daft group chat, me, Gab, and Radio were going back and forth. Going, right, we have to edit this bit. We have to edit that bit. So the litigious <laughs> stuff end up on the cutting room floor. So um, oh, we had to man. Oh God, we'd have been sued. We'd have been he, sued. He, he, I, oh man, I it really was quite, but. I don't even trust our patrons with it. That's how much I was like, oh, shit. No, we'll have to leave it at the cut room floor. Um, David Wilson, uh, wrestling photographer extraordinaire, uh, got in touch and said, um, basically, I thought I could shoot on folk, but Sabotage absolutely murdered folk without blinking on this week's wrestling daft. I doff my cap to Sab. There's been a murder. Um <laughs> Eddie says, thank you. As someone who attends some of the Matt Busby SWA shows, Sabotage running run was absolutely spectacular. Uh, Stephen also adds, can we put over Sabotage on the running from this week's show? Absolute legend, and the honesty was amazing. Wrestling needs more people like that. So, I, you know what? I, he's, uh, he doesn't. Listen, it was... Um, there's, there's loads of things I'm always wanting to say on it, but I'm too fear. Sabotage isn't fear. He didn't fuck about. He didn't fuck about. <laughs> um, uh, an update on the George Square Loyal Rumble. Um, Grado, we were talking about on last week's show, mm-hmm. the Rangers supporters going down to uh, George Square for a bit of a bit of a celebration, a bit of a rammy, which was uh, nicknamed the Loyal Rumble. We had people there like Kevin Sash and what have you, uh, King Billy Gunn and all that. Um, the Marillion says he heard, this is just rumours, you, know, you maybe can confirm these, um, that the, the Loyal Rumble, the fans have split into the RFC Hollywood and the RFC Lana Wolfpack. <laughs> can, you, can you confirm this has happened between the Rangers supporters? Listen, I'm not touching any of this. You and Rob can take, you can take the piss out of this. I'm touching F all. Right, okay, that's we'll, move on. we'll move swiftly on from that then. Uh, Billy, remember Billy? Uh, Billy Infamous on this show for uh, finding out for about 9-11 via Family Guy. Uh, he's been in touch and he has hit me up with the weirdest fucking wrestling clip I have seen in a while. Picture this, I'm going to play it out in a minute. A man dressed as E.T., yes, that's right, extraterrestrial Steven Spielberg, E.T., basically pretending to be Stone Cold Steve Austin. Do you want to see it? Of course, Baron. Because you know Stone Cold E.T. likes to come to White Castle or a couple of cheeseburgers to fill me up before I whoop some ass. Give me a hell yeah if you're down with Stone Cold E.T. Oh, hell yeah! Cause Stone Cold E.T. likes whooping ass. When Stone Cold E.T. rides a bicycle, I ride it long, I ride it hard, just like the Texas Rattlesnake when he's done whooping Vince McMahon's ass. Give me a, oh, hell yeah. 
What you say, E.T.? What? What you say, E.T.? What? I said I want to order two cheeseburgers, and that's the bottom line. Cause no stone cold, let a little white castle burger with a little onion. That is the most fucked up thing I've seen in a long while. Do you know what we need today? We need to get there's a there's a wrestler called Bobby Roberts, and uh, he um, he wrestled in ICW for a while, and he done right. the Stone Cold gimmick. If he's listening, message Johnny, come on, because you need to hear his impersonation of Stone Cold Steve Austin. It's right, shit okay. hot. Brian, right. it's right. a shout out to Bobby Roberts. Yep, get get Bobby Roberts tagged in this week's show, and we'll get Bobby on next week. But ET Stone Cold, fuck knows how it is, but I'm sure he's I'll, pro too. He's sure he'll definitely be pro too. Um. One of our patrons, Chris Barrett, um, has uh, got in touch about two doors down, and his sub- the subject is entitled "My Two Doors Down Panic." I hope Grado can help. Mm. He says, "The other week, me and my wife started watching, rewatching, in my case, Two Doors Down from the start. She's been absolutely loving it, laughing her head off, and really enjoying the characters. I'm scared though. We're just getting to the middle of CC, and I know Grado is ready to come in very soon, and it's starting to panic me." What happens if my wife doesn't like Alan, or worse, still say something mean about Gradle himself? She's already said she doesn't like Gordon as much as Jazz, so I know she could be cold to newcomers. I'm hoping I'm wrong to worry, as surely everybody loves Gradle, but have you got any advice for me if she does start laying the boot in? How would you like me to defend you to her? Right, well, it's kind of, alarm bells are ringing a wee bit, right, because I love the character Jazz and two doors down, right? But Gordon, the guy that plays... Do you watch Two Doors Down, John? Yes. Hey, Gordon's brilliant, isn't it? Aye. He's amazing. So that alarm signal was already ringing. By the way, see, do you know what the wheel of sang is, right? I never recorded. I never done any episodes with jazz, right? But how weird is this, right? Mind I was on Endeavour. Yes. And I was playing a wrestler who was uh, trying to... Well, yeah, I was a gay wrestler accused of killing an Indian, Indian takeaway driver. Yes. Well... The we had to um, we had to film some wrestling scenes, um, and it was uh, long story short. Basically, Jazz was one of the wrestlers. I mean, he had like two lines, but it was the weirdest thing because I'd never done it in in two doors down. But he was he, he he was in a tag team that we filmed earlier on the day, so we had to kind of like uh, smart them up to things and show them how to bump and how, show them how to whip and stuff like that, which was interesting. But anyway, if your bud doesn't like me. If you doesn't fancy me, please don't let me know because I'll take it the wrong way. <laughs> right, okay. There's your... So whatever happens, Chris, don't let Grady. If it... No, let me know if she thinks I'm all right. Yeah, yeah. If she goes, oh, that's the best performance I've ever seen. That's my favorite two doors down character. Get put Grady over. If you mm-hmm. put to bury him, though, no, just. just... Aye, I can't take it. If if if, she, if if he says that you know I ruined it or whatever, fuck, I'll be crabbit. Yeah, right. There's the advice, Chris. Now. Have you heard about John Cena this week, Grado? He may have started an international incident. Well, I saw because obviously in the mornings when I'm looking for stuff for the breakfast show, John Cena was trending and I thought, oh, he's maybe back on the wrestling. But I, I, I understand that he called Taiwan a country. Taiwan isn't a country. It's like an island of China, isn't it? Yeah, it's part it's of like China. the way Aaron is to Scotland. Uh, so basically, uh, Chris has been in touch to say that John Cena perhaps has set up a match with the Democratic Republic of China at SummerSlam. Uh, if you haven't heard John Cena's apology, let's hear it now as John Cena apologises to China. You're eager, so old, um, so you're there when we're all, we're all, we'll call you young John, where 
How impressive is that? Have you seen? How, 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 have you seen? Managed to do that? I don't know. I mean, he's doing it like. Right, come on, he's got to sign off. He's not learned that. He's not learned that in half an hour, is he? Jesus, mate, and I'm just looking at the the stuff on Twitter. He's got, he's getting mega heat for that. <laughs> Unbelievably cowardly. People were writing to him. Wow. There you go, John Cena. That is impressive, but I'm very disappointed that he didn't sign off with "You Can't See Me." And that, I mean, that would have that would have topped. How, how do you know he never? You never. Well, that's, a, that's a very. Part, I don't know that, but he would have done the hand, hand signal if he. Right, okay. I, I right. don't think it's very appropriate if you're making an apology right enough to sign off with "You Can't See Me, China." See you well, later. Drop mic. It's weird because I. It just doesn't seem seen as usually the geezer that, that that you know that can be trusted with stuff like that. But I mean, see, honestly, I would, oh, I would need, oh, that would, that's just, I, I would, you, know. you, you can handle that, Grado, no, you my... cannot handle that. And no. um, so there you go, Cena versus uh, China at SummerSlam this year, potentially a match set for that. Um, back to a couple of weeks ago, your Matt Riddle, Grado. Um, we, we'll need to get in a minute, see if you've got a Matt Riddle for this week. But lots more people have been back in touch with wrestling related names, right? So Colin Mackin, apologies, Colin, we didn't read this one out last week. Uh, he named his son Vincent Mackin. So with Vince McMahon in mind. So basically all his pals at school call him Vinnie Mac. So that's no decent. In fact, Collins further goes further, he says, We were at a show in Greenwich in 2017 that Grado was at. I managed to speak uh, to someone and we got the whole crowd to sing happy birthday to him. Uh, I tried to get a picture with him in Grado, but he was rushing uh, in late while the show had already started with a luggage bag. It's me. He just come off a plane and couldn't be fucked talking to anyone. Little did he know, he just off, dr- brushed off little Vinnie Mac himself. Well, that makes me feel like shit. <laughs> so, do you want to say anything to Vinnie Mac now? Of course I do. But, you know what? I don't think I ever got to a Greenup show on time. Quite a lot of the time as well, I was, I was double booked, so I'd maybe have had a show for W3L in Glenrothes or something at four o'clock and then they've put me on um, early so that I can get to the show in Greenock. But uh, I can't believe I kayfabed young Vinnie Mac. So Vinnie Mac, wee man, apologies uh, for what i done in 2017. Uh, next time um, I'm at a show, I, I'll... Uh, Sing like happy birthday to you. Um, <laughs> Do you know what? It's funny, right? No, no, but seriously, if he is listening, very much. I'm sorry for for doing that that day. I was probably running a bit like a blue ass flag at nine, and I was probably on because Ross would maybe sometimes kind of wind me up and go. But I've got you on first half main, so it wasn't even that I had time to, to wait because I was main eventing. So, but I'm apologies for that. But you know what? I remember one time I had to. Um, my Grado inbox used to be open on Facebook, right? Oh, and I could, I had, get, I could get messages all the time. And um, I remember one time I wrestled in, in Greenock. This was a couple of years before that, but um, I decided oh, I'm going to look at my message. I've not done it in a couple of days. And I got this big screed that was on the Friday night. And um, it was a woman that had said, uh, she had sent her a message on the Friday saying, hi, is there any chance my my nephew, is he's birthday tomorrow, would you be able to get in the ring and, and shout happy birthday to him? And all this, right? And then obviously I had never seen it. And then on this the Sunday, I read her message and she wrote, I can't believe you heard my, my nephew was in tears 
Um, you oh, never said no. happy birthday to him, and I was like, and really, it fucking mega upset me because well, one, what I would have done was I would have went, you know what, wait behind the show, and uh, I'll make sure I'll get a picture with him stuff like that, but. A lot of people sometimes happy birthday shout outs are hard today when you're wrestling. Like, <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, it's like so when you're trying to get the crowd, you know, main event, and you know the music comes on, and then da, 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 and I get in the ring, and then I go right. I just need to say happy birthday someday. <laughs> Does it takes away? It totally fucking it breaks, breaks kayfabe. It just Come hoovers on, the atmosphere right, right out of it. Exactly. But I would never have. But if, if I had read the message, I would have said. Um, look, I gave my signed heart a signed picture and stuff like that, but that kind of, I thought, you know what, I can't deal with this anymore, because she made me, I felt like shit because I'd never done it, but at the same time I'm going, what the fuck, you know what I mean? Halfway through, I can, my, my, I'm, I'm blowing a comeback and I'm glad to the ring and so he's like, hold on, by the way, happy birthday to Nathan, he's seven, happy birthday, it doesn't work. Maybe, maybe there's a character in that low grade though, like, because obviously you're a star of Panto as a star of wrestling. Maybe you could combine the two. So let's just imagine, you know, you come out, you throw sweeties at the crowd to get them on side. You know, you could, you could have, yeah. you know what, be a dynamic. You could have a heel face dynamic with like the bad guy and the heel. You know, we've done it. We've done it with Shaq at the Pavilion. Yeah. When we, we Grado's big first, the family wrestling bashing, we had the, well, we're in the, the is it the gods they call them? I can't quite remember. Yep, yeah, you know, yeah. You know the, uh, the, the the royal boats and stuff like that. Aye. And he was on. It was honestly one of the best things that we ever done together. He was in one side. The spotlight was on him. The spotlight was on me. The next one, he was cutting the heel promo. I was cutting the babyface promo. And at the end, when I shouted at yourself, I had a big fight. I had like about forty packets of Haribo. <laughs> <I'm fucking laughs> them in the crowd and going nuts. Honestly, it could be mega combined. Yeah, I can't brilliant. do it. Sit in the middle of a suplex, you know, hold them up, do birthday shout outs, happy birthday to wee Vinny, happy birthday to Jimmy. But by the way, what a cool what a cool name, wee man. What a cool wee, wee name. At the man. start, when you're doing the entrance, you bring down the words uh, and everyone can sing your theme tune. It's a fucking winner, I'm telling you. <sighs> uh, anyway, m- more names coming from you, Grado, on uh, Grado's Matt Riddle. Uh, well, he says, right, worked with a guy a year ago called Jake Roberts. <laughs> yeah, I no idea who he was always. Uh, gave, so I always gave him a short arm close line at break. I'd always reply away and wank Doug's your prick. Legend of a man. <laughs> he had no idea who the actual Jake Roberts no, was. No, and he did get close lined and the boy had no idea. I'm not too sure about this one, but Andy weighs in and I said, I used to work at Air Price with a lie called, lad called Chris Stratus. That's Chris Stratus. <laughs> Around the same time, my mate Nick had an erotic rendezvous with a lass called Helena Sell. Like his name's sake, he too got tossed off. All true. Won't hear a word against either claim. What are you thinking? Hell in a cell? I, 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 I don't think it's true. I don't think it's true, but it's a good effort, Andy. Have you got an, a Matt Riddle we can give it throughout for next week, Grado? Or will we think uh, wait till we see here. Wait till we see. Uh, I'm trying to think. Well, I tell you what, do you know what we haven't done, Grado? We haven't done the punning sometime, and I know there's a few people want to see the punning come back. So that's a good show. Why don't we do wrestling locations for next week for the punning? Oh, that's a good one, John. Right, wrestling locations. Next week. So wrestling, it could be a city, it could be a country, it could be an area of Scotland, it could be a suburb in Scotland. Take a wrestling, Aye. make it into a wrestling location. That's your punning for Getting in there now. What's that? I, I can't, off the top. Kelly, Kelly, Kelly and Dane. Kelly and Dean Marmack. I like it. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, oh, there must be an air one. Uh, Glasgow. Oh, listen. 
Uh, the, the listeners will come up with the goods. I will have no Paris. Yeah, right. All right, cool. Right, I'll, <laughs> I'll get on that. Get on we'll that. come back to that one. Uh, so get in touch with that. If you want any of that stuff I've just talked about, get in touch with us. Uh, Twitter at Wrestling Daft, on Insta, Wrestling Daft Podcast, or uh, go on Facebook. Paul London. <laughs> Paul, Paul, right, okay. We're, we're off to a start. Uh, or you can email wrestlingdaft at gmail.com. <laughs> Every week on Wrestling Daft, we look at the good and bad of wrestling. You know, the UK's Eurovision entry compared to Italy's entry. Did you watch Eurovision today, though? See um, the boy. What did you call him again? The boy was George. doing lines. Of, the boy looked like he was doing lines of gear. Well, I saw the that. Boy. I, was <laughs> was about, <laughs> I was more worried about the geezer that was representing uh, Britain. What the fuck? He was a big visceral coat on. Oh, Jason! Did I? Did you see there was a lot of uh, wrestling Twitter went a bit mental for Germany's entrance because there was someone dressed as a hand. So everyone was saying, "This is what happened to me, Young's fucking child." <laughs> oh, that's good, pal. That's good. That's so, good. That see was... the Finland song. I only saw oh, a bit. The Finland song reminded me of like a pure mid two thousands WWF pay per view theme. There was a couple in there like that. There was a couple in there like that. Um, but I was some good tunes on it. But um, I know the UK one was pretty shite. Um, what are you burying and putting over this week, Grado? Is God, you, well, the new I'm no. Look, let's just talk documentaries. Just, the documentaries, right? Warrior clip. documentary on Sunday was amazing. These, this is the best time. See the new. This is the best time. Then I see these documentaries coming out on a Sunday and a Thursday. You've got the dark side of the ring and uh, the, the biography. They're fucking. They're superb. I sent you a wee clip, didn't I? He, yeah. He, he Vince McMahon back when he was getting. There's, there's great footage of Warrior getting told to apologise to Wayne that he kind of. Fucked I wonder off. if we, let's let's. I've got that clip here. Let's play it because I think this is one of the most unbelievable wrestling clips. Because Warrior, you only ever saw Warrior in character. There's not much footage of Warrior. No. Out of character, is there? And no. Grado sent this um, clip that from the documentary, which has absolutely blew my mind the other day. So let's play this just now. But not in the Warriors' character. Well, 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 I mean, I'm humbly apologizing, but I'm not saying what I'm humbly apologizing for. That's right. I know what the gimmick's for, but I mean, if, what, what's it for? In three, two, I understand that there comes times in everyone's life when they may regret certain things. To- Regret certain things they should. This, yeah, I know. I don't know what the to say. I didn't say this to you. I understand that. Well, no, you don't because I'm making a videotape of some kid. It's a word. word. <laughs> it's, it's a work. That's all it is. It's a work. We're working here. That's it. I'm working here. There's two matches left. I'm working here making an apology for something I didn't do. This guy's really, whatever I should have, whatever I it's supposed to have said to the guy, I wish I had said to the guy. Me too. Three, two. There shall never come a time that any one of the WWE that oh. blew my mind. That blew we're working. Mind. It's a fucking work. We're working here. Yeah, that was incredible. It's, a, it's actually three minutes long, but because I, I was Snapchatting it to you, John, I couldn't get the full gift up. But um, oh, mate, there's name on it. See, there's name. No matter how many times you can watch it, but see that whole story about Warrior coming back. Saying that promo, giving a promo about when somebody breathes their last breath and then he fucking croaks it two days later. It still blows my mind. I mean, it is. It's absolutely crazy when you think about it. I was talking about some of the work as a wrestling fan as well, and we're just talking about how unbelievable it comes up 
gets into the Hall of Fame and then passes away like the next day. Madness, madness. Um, it'll be it'll be interesting to see the the, the dark side of the ring this week is is Warrior, and it's because the the, right. the Warrior episode with, with Biography Channel was like um. You know, it was Dana Warrior. He's kind of well, the wife that he was with when yeah. when he died, and it was quite um, it was emotional. But this is with the first wife. Oh, really? That side of the ring, you know what I mean? Oh. So well, it's a wee bit, it's a bit mental. But there's, there's mate, this is, I'm burying, I'm, I'm burying. Um, sorry, I'm not burying it. I'm just putting over the documentaries because as a yeah. wrestling fan, honestly, tremendous. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, let's get into the listeners and see what they're burning putting over this week. Um, put over from Stevie. Uh, they increased the possibility of another Kofi Kingston title run. Kofi Mania 2, if you like. Would be great to see it, especially after they done him in the way they did against Brock. Kofi, for a tight, another title run, Grado? Um, I, I think Kofi's brilliant. As I say, I, can, I missed that, that title run, but obviously... Yeah, yeah. All right, it was the same way it ended with Brock. I mean, you got b- totally buried by Brock, but uh, I'm you know, it's I don't know if they need Kofi with the title on him. But so, what's happening? Is he what's is he being on Raw? Was I just just uh, I, get, I get awkward talking about because I don't know what's what's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's kind of number one contender at the moment for the right. title. Uh, buddy, uh, the end of Velveteen Dream not on being released, which WWE should have done yonks ago. Just the sad and frustrating circumstances of it all, and the fact that the guy looked like he was destined to be the one through all because of some predatory behaviour and a rank-rotten attitude. Instead of being the next Rock or Cena, he chose to be a future episode of Dark Side of the Ring. Well, I never thought about it like that, the, the Dark Side of the Ring, that's a shout, but that, I can't I I I agree with that guy anymore because he, Great so what, I, what I saw in NXT, man, he was the man. I was like, yep. this guy has got it. I was like, this guy has got it. Amazing look, great He's, in the ring. He's totally fucked it, totally fucked it, and I can't see him. And nobody will touch him with a barge pole. So it's, uh, you're right. It's it's sad how it's ended up, but he's only got yourself to blame, man. It's because you love yourself. You know, I don't know. It's just it's, it's uh, he's bang on about that being a future. That's like the ring episode, by the way. He's totally bang on. I'd be interested to see if he gets bookings elsewhere. That'll be the interesting part. He's mm. always got lots of legal problems going, on, but I'll be interested to see if he gets booked in the Indies or ends up at an Impact or or whatever. Um, Jamie says, put over Christopher Daniels for being 51 years old. He still looks fucking amazing. He's a man. He, Chris Daniels, is one of the nicest guys ever. You worked him? And and, and I don't think I've worked him, but I've been on the same shows as him. He gave us a a good bit of advice once. Um, He kind of watched a match and he gave me a good bit of advice when it came to selling. Oh, really? I was making my comeback and and it just made no no, no other way. You just go, why did I never think about that? It was just like. You know, stop selling as much when you're when you're blowing a comeback and somebody's striking you. Don't sell it too much. You you know you're fucking Hulk Hogan at this point. You know what I mean? Oh, Don't really? sell it. Shake it off. You know what I mean? And go for it and for the full pelt. And it was just uh, that was an air tune hall as well. And he pulled us aside and said that. So he's wow. he's, uh, he's I still keep in touch with him. And then again, and he genuinely is one of the nicest guys ever. Brilliant, brilliant. Um, and Jamie says, Buddy, the lack of puns on the show these days. Don't worry, Jamie. Oh, mate, the puns are back up. next week with the locations and wrestling. Uh, Matt says, Buddy, the wolf. I've got one. Well, go. Oh, no, it's fat, but kind of. Oh, it's okay, it's fine. Ricky, Ricky Green at Martin. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that's fine. Wait, I'll take that. There you go. Uh, <laughs> Right, uh, Matt says, Buddy, the Wolves fan who wore a fiend mask to their last home game, put over the same Wolves fan who went full hog and wore the gloves as well to complete the outfit. All about the detail, I guess. Did you see the, that picture, Grado? No. 
Was it for well, 1991? No, I never saw it. No. It's on our wrestling daft Twitter right, right now. Okay. You can see the man at the right, final Wolves game of the season dressed as the Fiend. Quite incredible. Uh, Bronze Chell, friend of the show and does the Mark show as well. Put over the Warrior yep. documentary by WWE. Loved the rare footage. The airport story when it went nuts to a kid. Vince's letter he wrote and gave him at SummerSlam 91 when he suspended him and the unreleased footage of him singing on the Slam Jam track. Uh, there's two sides to every coin. We'll be watching the Dark Side of the Ring Ultimate Warrior this weekend. Um, and Buddy Arden and Virk, uh, we hardly knew you. This is, if you haven't heard, Grado, Arden and Virk was on commentary for Raw for three weeks and has been binned off already. So was he that bad? I take it he didn't know. He wasn't good. It wasn't See, that's a shame, man. But I don't get why they do that. I really, I don't, really don't. We were, we were talking about this on the March show. It's like... This guy's come from a, a sports background, so I don't know what he called. I thought it was baseball or American football or whatever. But it's like putting someone like Art Chief McPherson in a <laughs> wrestling country. Yes. I, would, I would pay good money to see Archie doing or John I always thought jo- Jonathan Pierce, because he used to do robot wars. He was great. Jonathan uh, Pierce would be great. We should Jonathan have got him to the world of sport, fuck. Yeah, get Jonathan Pierce on the wrestling. That's do you remember that do you remember who was the geezer that they got years ago and he called folk Jeff Harvey and all that? Remember him? Oh fuck! Remember there was was rumours back in the day about Mike Goldberg, the old UFC commentator as well. He was he was going to turn up in Raw. I remember that following that closely, and he was going to be at Raw, and something kind of fell apart. But I, I don't get why they 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 yeah. don't go for. It. I think they just they, they don't like kind of wrestling fans. They like taking folk that are already ah, shaped yeah, as yeah. presenters. That was just that is so established. Ah, we are a sport. We are a sports brand. Kind of. It's yeah. it's like the it's like um. Radzi that I met the other week when I was filming something he he done backstage interviewing with WWE, but he he's good he's good I've he does a lot of work for like the Olympics and snooker and stuff like that and I think he got um because of the COVID he had to get you know he he, he was you know that he was I don't I don't know if he was under contract however he's no longer there but that's a kind of that's a kind of guys are looking for they're looking for yeah. you know that have got a background about sports and journalism and they've no get that wrestling mind so that they can be shaped a lot easier than what it would be than having some fucking yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean, Mark. Then, but I don't know. I don't know. I will, I will be top beat back to Tom Phillips, but I'm saying let's get the campaign. Billy fucking Kirkwood for Raw. There we go. Oh, could you imagine? That would be amazing. That would be amazing. Oh. Uh, Sean's putting over JR being honest in his opinion about the best wrestler and not just going for a company guy. I've missed this. Do you know anything about JR being uh, saying something about the best? Wrestler? No, I don't know. I mean, I usually listen to his podcast, but no, I'm just the, the Jeff the Jeff Jarrett podcast. Oh, is, is something mate, else, the, the Jeff Jarrett. If if you do listen to our wrestling podcast, listen to the Jeff Jarrett podcast. It's fucking brilliant. It's, it's the, really really good. But the best thing about JR is he is honest and he's an. I love it when he's crab it. What? See when he comes on and he starts fucking moaning about if he's he's missed his flight or he's some woman at the airport's questioned if wrestling's fake or not and he just you see his crab at ass JR is totally the best. So um he doesn't hold back with all JR man. I, I just can't really handle I'm talking about his boner though, like where he's t- promoting Bluetooth on his programme and he's fucking talking about <laughs> this fucking no, I don't know what I need. That I don't need that image in my head. Uh, he's burying all Omega and Elite fans crying about it. Although I'm I take it he's he's had some much. difference of opinion. Yeah, we, we, uh, yeah I'm off, I think it's just uh, childish. Actually, I need to catch up on that. Sorry, Sean. Uh, John is burying AEW's women's division just when they think they're getting somewhere. They go back the way. Um, I know. I think they're going to put the the belt on Britt Baker this weekend. Um, at double or nothing, and I think she'll be able to carry it. She's brilliant. If you ever get a check, great, go and check out Britt Baker stuff. I don't know if you've seen much of her. She's oh, but it's brilliant. She's brilliant. 
Yeah, she's brown. She she was in all of the AIW shows when I was in America. She's brown. She's um she 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 goes it with Adam Cole. Does she? Adam Cole. She does, and uh, uh, aye, she's been fantastic on AEW. Uh, put over Alistair Black returning, just short, sweet, and all the in the details. Aye, that that's going to be good. Alistair Black fighting Big E going forward, and he, he looks good. And it's, I mean, you you've worked with, with obviously when he was Tommy End and ICW, but um, uh, listen, he's. Just well, Rab's not here. Let's leave yeah. this to Rabbi. We can, he can, he can speak about them. Next Aye, week. We can speak he about put them over a couple of weeks ago, was it not? Yeah, no, he's, he's good, and I do mm. think it could be interesting to see what it comes back with. Um, Willie's putting over uh, the Hannah Kimura Memorial the other day. Very classy tribute and a fun show. Uh, buddy, dumb wrestlers saying dumb things on dumb Twitter, especially Austin Aries and Ryback. <laughs> Yeah, you see, this is all. I mean, I know people don't disagree with them, but this is what wrestling's all about. See all these, see the kind of. Is it like a Ryback's Twitter? I love it. I love Ryback's Twitter. Is it a work? Is Austin Aries is now work. Austin Aries is now work. No, wasted Austin. But Ryback <laughs> working. I I love the the going back a couple of weeks where he's like, "What should I do next? Should I go to WWE, AEW, or retire?" And he kept rerunning the poll. Love it. <laughs> right, love it. It was fucking brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I loved it. Um, and Ian finally saying, burning myself for not watching wrestling weeks and put over the Brian Pillman episode of Dark Side of the Ring. So sad hearing uh, Brian Jr.'s side of it all. And that is your Brian putovers for this week. <laughs> it's the part of the show which we usually we do a running grade though, we invite listeners, but sometimes we like to have special guests on. And remember Rab a couple of weeks ago said, um, oh, Davy Blaze is having a baby. We need to get Davy on to, to, to have a chat. You two can talk dad stuff. Well, That's we've right. gone and invited on. So welcome to the show. A Mr. Davy Blaze. The man himself. What do you want to do tonight, sir? <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, I love it. I love it already. I love it already. Right. Wait, there yeah. he is. <laughs> How you doing, Davy Blaze? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Blaze, I forgot about that one. Oh, so, give, me some, give me some knuckles, mate. Give me some. No, see you forever, mate. I've missed you. Mate, we're going to be oh. dice, mate. I know what the f- I thought you were. Do you know what I feel bad right for saying this, but I thought you were faving at first because that's I, I feel as if that would be a thing that you would go, like, I'm going to noise up Facebook. I mean, <laughs> don't take that the wrong way, but do you know that way? Was it them Dels? Was it them Dels that you saying the same thing? Wait, I swear to God, I had about fucking, I must have had about 30 folk going like that. You're at it. Your ribbon is, your ribbon is, I was like, mate. I'm like, you think I'm fucking Hugh Hefter, mate? You think I'm going to do the Montreal Screwjob? I was like, fuck's sake, it's like, I've got somebody pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good, mate. So, uh, I, I don't know if you want to get into it, but you, you, you wear the lassie or whatever? Or you, no, is everything all right? I'm like, nowhere, but I've, I've, I've known right. her for over 10 years. Uh, all right, okay. Uh, mate, it was just like, up man, cr- Christmas, boom. Oh, well, was it Christmas Day? Aye. Well, Christmas night. <laughs> <laughs> right, right in the chimney. <laughs> oh, please, man. What are you no, like? Mate, yeah. Well, do you know what? When is it? When's the way in June? Uh, 19th. Between the, the, the 16th and the 19th of September, mate. Brilliant, brilliant. That's, oh, that's earlier than... That's earlier than... Uh, mine's, is, mine's is November. Have you done uh, a gender reveal, Davey? It's a wee boy. Oh, brilliant! Oh, yeah, when so, did you find it? Uh, well, she she told us uh, what was it? A couple of months, obviously, into her finding it. So I, I had the pure the pure shock thing. I was like, oh fuck! I was like, right, no bother. Uh, 
But I no, she was a uh, she was just uh, I. So what do you think of this? Are you are you feeling all that? And I says, well, look, I says I have <laughs> shut the bed a bit. <laughs> I says, but I says. <laughs> I says, one day we believes on the book, man. That's bad enough. Imagine two of them. <laughs> it'll be like fucking legion. It'll at least them. <laughs> well, David, you know, you've done your best. We think they're hiding right. We've just had David Steele and Dominic Mysterio father son tag team. There you go. This is ICW's first uh, father son tag team. I'll just buy it. We boy have a lot of that, mate. On the shoulders, hot tag man, six one nine that dafty. Please, I need you. I need you to say about um, what do you want to do tonight, sir? Explain what. Explain what that is for like a a British. Explain that's. Tell the story when the one night we where I kind of took the piss out of that, didn't we? So, so mate, we've been taking the piss out of it, man, for I think nearly a decade now, mate. <laughs> uh, but basically, the whole, the whole thing be, be, between me and Gredo going, what do you want to do tonight, sir? Uh, is basically there was a we were on a show, right, and there was a there was an import on the show, and I think it was I think we were what was it was it an ICW show or something, Gredo? I can't something. mind. But me, it's but, just but me and Gredo are sitting there. And, <laughs> This this guy walks here. Hey, this mad import. He was wrestling. He goes like that. He goes, "Hey, brother." He goes, "He goes, what do you want to do tonight?" He goes, "No, what do you want to do tonight, sir?" <laughs> <laughs> because see, John, honestly, see, honestly, see, I would say about ninety-five percent of British wrestlers when they get when they get paired off with working a yank, don't they? It's always oh, the same, and you see them nervous, right? And they're fucking. <laughs> Their horns are all like half man, they're sweating gravy, and you see them walk up to them and they go, Oh, hey, hey, you have a good flight? You have a good flight? Didn't they? It's always, Did you have a good Aye. flight? Was your flight Aye. good? Yeah. yeah. What do you want to do tonight, sir? <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you have a good sleep in the Premier Inn tonight, sir? <laughs> David, have you wrestled any yanks? Have you watched your <clears throat> You must have wrestled. Oh, oh, mate, I'll tell you what, see before he starts. I was I stopped wrestling, I think, 2007, and I never went to any British wrestling show, and I'll tell you what blew <coughs> my mind. Listen to this. I'll, I I went to a show in Kilmarnock and watched Davy Blaze work Kevin Nash. Fuck, did you work in Ash? Mate, at 16, I was only, I was only a year and a half into make my wrestling debut, and I was the BCW Tag Team Champion, the first company that ever booked me was BCW. The first company that ever gave me my title, BCW. And then, boom, import man, big sexy diesel, the man himself, fucking the big Russian at the fucking at the Punisher and all that. Aye, big king. And by the way, he, he, he bumped for you and everything, didn't he? Oh, aye, mate. Off, aye, big John, man I'm bump. telling you, he fucking he had his working boots on that night. I'm telling <laughs> you, he fucking <laughs> bumped my other guy for me, please. Aye, mate, I'm telling you, mate, that it was, mate, it was hilarious, man. There's a point, I, I keep talking about it, right? There's a point in the match where he's fucking, I'm trying to like get him into the ring to, to cheat, right? And I'm like, ah, this fucking big prick's making me work harder, man. I was like, ah, fuck it. So I've, I've went to like kind of spit in, like, in the corner of the ring, mate, and I've just groggled, like went, oh, poof. And it's landed on his red pleather trousers. Fuck. <laughs> and he's just, he's looked at me like this. Yeah, he's just, <laughs> he's just jammed right into the ring, man. I was like, ah, oh. You were 16 and you want Kevin Nash. Wow. 16 now and I want Kevin did Nash, mate. Power? Did you take the power bomb, Davey? 
No, I was I, I was wanting to take a jackknife, man. I, it was like me, me, Stevie, and Chris Rampage up here fighting there at backstage. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, who's who, who's taking it? And fucking kid fights called like that, man. You, you need to calm it down, man. Hide your rages. But, it, uh, but it is, it's always the same when, it, when you're on a show with a Kishi man you're in a match you want the fucking you want the stink face the, every cunt's thinking the stink face bags in the stink face bags in the stink face mate mate I get told about his mad fucking who's taking the one me <laughs> <laughs> oh no mate Gredo remember the time it was it was me and Martin Kirby versus you and you and Al Snow oh mate Mate, and I done the mad Scotty hot thing. Aye. <laughs> by the way, do you know what? That was honestly, John. See, see, see. Al Snow when he comes out here, man. All he does is you see that match I done with, with Spud and TNA where we done all yeah, the finishers. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what he does, didn't he? Blaze in it. He's got this whole sequence and it's fucking bro. It's like F you into the fucking somebody. Uh, I say in. it's the fucking the, the pedigree. Pedigree. Of pedigree. The Scotty to hot and then he gets heed. I fucking. <laughs> it's honestly, and the crowd love it, man. The crowd love it. Brilliant. Who, who, who else have you worked on? I'm trying to think as well. You've, you've had I've fucking loads. I've worked. Kevin Nash, Al Snow, MVP. I've worked. Joy Legend. That's a laugh. I'll give you a laugh with him in a minute. <laughs> fucking. Uh, who else? Uh, Is it, man, have I've, you always gone with them? I've obviously the Godfather and ICW, uh, yeah, the, the Dudley Boys put through the table of them. Um <laughs> fucking mate, there's there's hunters, man. I've I've peeled I think I, I think I need to go back and look at my, my mad word document for my for my CV that I send out. <laughs> do, you, do, you, your CV, do you know think it's funny, I think Blaze like, in fucking like forty years time you'll be sitting in a boozer, man. I used to do a bit of the wrestling. <laughs> and that fucking mind the Dudley boys. <laughs> put me through, they put me off through a table and can't look. Good alright, check that nafty. Well, where my catheter bag with a pair of Lindsdale tuners on. <laughs> remember, remember I got remember I got uh, snake skin bits. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that. No bother, cactus jack. <laughs> no, no, I see. No. Jake's snake. You went. Oh, Jake's snake. All right, Jake's snake. <laughs> That's like that. When he's, when he's Jake's snake. It's like when he's Jake's snake back and his boots back. <laughs> yeah, baby, you've, no, you've not been doing any of the ICW stuff at the moment, have you? I've not seen <clears throat> pop up. No, mate. Um, obviously. I think there was nothing. I think that I think there was nothing really gone for me at that point. But um, I've got something happening with UWN out in Dubai. Oh wow! Uh, nice. I'm, I'm uh, Chick Cullen got that sorted, and so I'll be I'll be heading out there soon. Oh, fantastic! So I'm heavy heavy buzzing for that man. I'm going to go out to where I'm at Dubai. Can't so about that. Yeah, I get put through the table after Dudley's. <laughs> I don't think you going to Dubai is a good idea. There's certain rules that you need to stick by in Dubai. Mate, I'm I'm bad for Spain, man. I mean, I was <laughs> I was I was on my brother's stag do, and uh, I missed the whole stag do just because I ran out two motors, and I get chased, and then I get I, I was in three different jails, and then missed my flight on the Monday. I was in. I appeared in front of a judge <laughs> in a Spanish court, and the only thing, the only word that I knew was "por favor." I was, I just kept going "por favor, please, por favor." 
I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, Mate, I'm gonna. I've just started writing a book, man. Uh, Dark Side of the Ring by David Blaze. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's gonna go in there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> right, if you're going to buy, don't mess with the Emiratis, David. Don't take the piss out of them. Don't do um, anything with the Emiratis. Here, do you know what I need to say? But right, I tell you what, man. See how, my, as I said, I saw the time my brother hated the wrestling, but loved coming to ICW, and he fucking loved the Bucky Boys, man. Yeah. See, see, we think back to ten years ago when it first started, and oh, you, so you Stephen, so we knew, man, it was fucking, it was brilliant, it was tremendous, mate. And that was that was the fucking the brilliant thing about it, man. Right? It was like you had the ICW originals, you had me and Stevie, the Bucky Boys, Arcel Grado, Jester, BT, Wolfie, Kid Fight, Liam Thompson, right? But it was like Nene has got steel. So everything that we were doing, we were changing through the years and it was just evolving. Do you know what I mean? Um, I'll never I'll never forget the face, man. Fucking Dallas. I think it was the first ICW tour. And it was leading into the, the SCCC. I thought Dallas nearly had a stroke when I put this idea to words on, man. He just looked at me and I was like, mate, you all right? He's like, mate, the Bucky boys are no splitting up. And I went, how no? <laughs> and he's like that. Because he's a money man, he's a money. He's like that. He's a killing it on the merch. He's like, I can't have his breaking up. Right. So I was like, look, give a chance. I says, it's not that we're, we feel like we're getting steel or anything else. I went, just give a chance. I went, because we want to have a spot on the SCCC. Because this is at the time where Dallas was like, if you want to go on the, on the big shows, you need to make sure that you've got a storyline worth going on, blah, blah, blah. So I said to I mean Stevie says to Dallas, why don't you give why don't you give Glasgow at the garage this big like kind of breakup? I says because <clears throat> like everywhere that we did in the UK, it's like Liverpool, they get big stuff, Newcastle, they get big stuff. So I says, nothing's really happened in Glasgow. I says, let's give him this big split up. I mean, they'll not even expect it. And I said, Grado, I think you were there that night, weren't you? Aye, I think I was at Orem. I, I, I was at um, I was at the sure was at the split, and I was at when you came back. I was in the ring when you came back with the bucket boys as well. Aye, and it was me. I'd see the split, man. You see when I watch it back to this very day, man. I, I, I think there's people having heart attacks and all that in the crowd, Aye. and it's just everybody's do, fucking do losing know, their shit. Do you know what would be good? I think would be good to one day we ICW day a show, and it's like um, like a kind of no a tribute show, right? as such but like a fucking do you know the way they date on Raw Raw anniversary and all that and we do yeah, an yeah, ICW yeah. show and it's all the older gimmicks and you know it doesn't it's no taped because Aye. we want we want we want to use the music and just have like a pure old school ICW night that would that would, yeah, that would be ICW one night stand kind of idea Aye. 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 that would be that would be dynamite mate Aren't it? Wait, um, so what, what's happening in the future then what, what, what's your plans for the next year mate uh, well plans for next year mate um Obviously, I'm going to let go to the wee man. He's going to be born this year, mm-hmm. so I've got a lot of things and a lot of focus on to him. But um, you, 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 that, you, you, you still get a flat? Still got the flat, mate. I am, mate. Uh, I'm just up at my mom and dad's to use the laptop. <laughs> 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 uh, but I, mate, look, mate. do that. Once the, once the wee man's born, obviously, spend a bit of time with him, so I'll take a bit of stuff out. Uh, if... The only time that I'll be going away, if it's if it's need be, be wrestling mm-hmm. at that point is if it's if it's something big, if it's if it's something worth doing, because I don't want to 
let no be there and spend time with him. Do you know what I mean? So, um, oh, but yeah. other than that, like, going into next year, hopefully, hopefully this uh, UWN thing picks off, and I can go like go out there and like just start heavy gun half and up, man. Like, in a, <laughs> and a good, and I and a good environment. <laughs> <laughs> Right, mate. Well, Blaze, it's been amazing to see you, mate. Honestly, it was, I, I, I miss hanging about with you, mate. I miss being at shows with you. We need to get a couple of drinks before the mains are here, man. He's better. Uh, okay, see, 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 dad, boys. I'm going to tell you this right now. It's a bit of a nightmare because of lockdown. There's a couple of bits of advice I can give you. Go eat some nice restaurants before you have the wine because you're going to be eating Frankie and fucking Benny's for the next fucking hour. I hate Frankie and Benny's. That's where you're eating for the next week. Well, go to the cinema because you'll know all you're going to be seeing is animated penguins for the next fucking five, six years as well. Mate, I'm going to be like Arnold Schwarzenegger, a kindergarten cop. It's not a tumor. Put the cookie <laughs> down now. <laughs> <laughs> but also, David, all the best. With, with, Aye, I'm mate, sure we'll luck, speak to you before. I think I see your hat trick on the show. So Aye, I, think, I, think, oh, I think it's maybe the fourth time. Is that? Uh, I, 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 I don't think I've been on with you every time you don't have no been here. I know, mate. I know. Mate, I was, I was, oh, I was starting to think that I've done something wrong. No, you. I, 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 <laughs> was, I'm, I'm still taking paranoid. How, how did I miss these shows? Was it just after on? Ah, you were just half. I was blazing my replacement. David, all the best, mate. Thanks Aye, for coming mate. on. Really no, I need one of these guys. Cheers for having me. Keep in touch, please, mate. Keep all the best, Love I'll you, bro. Next, mate. See you later, See you later, later on, John. See you later, bud. See you later, pal. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and if you want to be in the running, you know, like Davey, sometimes just invite guests. I think we'll have a listener back on next week. Get signed up to our Patreons. That's the best way to do it because the Hyperweight Champs get first dibs. I see Champs. Then Cruiserweight Champs. You can get doing that right now. Patreon.com forward slash Wrestling Daft. You just made the list! Now we go to the list of Wrestling Daft. It isn't just a magazine that you can pick up in the shop. I don't know if you can still get the list uh, where you can check out the comedy and gigs and all that. You used to be able to pick that up. But anyway, we love the list on Wrestling Daft. Not that list, but the list we do every week when we take some in wrestling, put it in order, and that's what we do every week. You can vote on what you want us to feature on the list at re- patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft and our plug for that. This week it was the closest vote yet, Grado. Um, we put up, because I know you're a belt mark, right? I thought, I want to give Grado the chance to talk about belts because I know you love belts. Um, and so we put that up against the best cage matches because Hell in the Cell is not far away. 51% of the vote, just by a ball here, they went for the belts. So I'm I'm delighted with that. I would I have been you. raging if the cage match hadn't came up. I knew you would. I, you, mate, John, you're so right, man. I have been... I am a fucking mega mark for the belts. Mega mark for the belts. I'd say since... Well, since I, I'd say maybe a bit mid-2000s, when I remembered... Because I think WCW could sell replica belts. They were the first. I could be wrong. Somebody would clear it up. And I was desperate to get one. Desperate to get a WCW one. I would get it. Do you want the big gold? Do you want the big gold? I'll I'll wait because I'll I'll, I'll get out my surprises, right? Right, However, in the mid two, let me tell my story. Okay. Uh, In the mid two thousands, okay, the um, the WWF ones were released, and John, ah, fucking was obsessed with them. Replica Wrestling Belts dot com, WWF Replica Belts, selling on eBay. I was obsessed with me. I used to make mine belts. I'd go daft for them, and my, for 
for two years I wanted a belt. My mom and dad were like, there's no way we are paying £150 for a fucking stupid belt. That's the way they went on. But um, the, the we eventually, I think it was the end of 2002, there was the Scots, Scotsman models in Glasgow. They were doing replica belts. And I'd never even seen a replica belt before. And I remember going up. I've probably told this story off forever. Yeah, is this when you're this for oh, Christmas, is it? Aye, right. Well, I've told it before. But anyway, as I say, the one in Scotsman models, WF undisputed belt was there. It wasn't my favourite, but it was. It was just I just wanted one. Oh, that's a, the undisputed title uh, belt. I've still got it. I seen it the other day. It's in my heart. Um, and I remember just my mom going, "I absolutely know." But I, uh, she ended up winking to the guy behind the thing where he put my by. And so yeah. I remember waiting up on Christmas Day and I went, "Oh, honestly, oh, I swear to God, that was that." To this day, that's still my favourite ultimate best present is the uh, undisputed belt. Getting that on Christmas Day, I remember putting it on UKF and everything. But even now, mate, I was texting you the other day, winter. Yeah, because I, I, I want one again. But this is see, this is what's happening, John. Right, it's the weirdest thing. See, because I've been away for wrestling, like stuff that that I got so desensitized to is coming back. Like I remember, like being like obviously TNN seeing the belts at the table and going like that, man. God, if this was me 10, 10 15 years ago, I'd be fucking, you know, I'd be greeting about it. Yeah. I can't believe I'm getting touched belts. Don't get me wrong, right? There's a big. Thing they say in wrestling, you know, don't be don't be a mark for the belts, don't be taking pictures with whatever. Ah, fuck that man. I used to honestly. <laughs> I remember I remember Sanjay was in charge of the belts one weekend. So he had the TNA belt and he had the X Division belt. And fucking man, I've got I've got 40s where I've got and then backstage at Wembley, I had the tag titles. I was going nuts for it. But anyway, that's, that's I'm kind of talking talking too much here. But anyway, I'll tell you my top three, right? And right, then okay. number three. It's got to be the big gold. Belt, however, however, it's the late 1999-2000 version where the front plate is not curved and it doesn't, it's, it's like in a different belt. It's weird if you go back and watch it, there is definitely a difference in the belts. And I can't wait because Conrad is going to, he does a thing for the Patreon. I sign up to his Patreon, right? And he's got belts. He's got amazing belts. He's got stories behind him. What he does, yeah, he, he collects he, them, doesn't he? I collect some man. He's got he's got crackers. But for me, it was the WCW version later on. You know, they kind of spiced up um, big gold belt that they had with the wee bend in it. So that's number three. Right. Okay. Number two. Number two. I would. This, this is close between two and one. But for me, the first belt that I really, really wanted, and I've always loved it, and I think it just looks classy. It looks like a traditional wrestling belt, but it's the WCW US title belt. Right. That's the, yeah. just the, 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 I'm just trying to think how that sat. Was that just the, the it sat It sat similar to the old Intercontinental with the, with the, 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 the American flag in the middle and it had WCW then US title. It's the one when you when I think about it, I think of Booker T, I think of Steve Austin yeah. wear, yeah, yeah, I think yeah, of Steamboat yeah. wear. In fact, did, did Austin have the, the US title? I kind of think maybe another. But if that belt for me, it's just that is a wrestling belt. That is a wrestling belt. Right. Okay. No, and what's number and one? Number one, without a doubt, people might disagree, but for me, it's just all about memories and. And I've never recovered from them changing the belt, this belt. But for me, it is the WWF Attitude Era, uh, the globe, the globe belt. Is that what they call it? They call it the globe, didn't they? Is it the globe, the globe belt? No, it's not about. Put it this way: it's not the winged eagle. It's the one we think about with the rock, stone cold, Kurt Angle. Um, 
uh, that for me, man, is uh, they'll never ever beat that belt. I love it. Just the whole when I think about I think about WrestleMania 2001, I think you're rocking Austin, um, and I tell you, if I was ever going to invest and buy an epic belt, I'd get that one. I fucking just love it. Wish yours. Two hundred seventy quid at the moment, Grado. Two hundred seventy quid. Well, the, you see, but shop. that's no. I would want it real leathered, and I would want thick right. plates. Do you know that? Do you know that? Um, something sure. Conrad, he's collecting belts. He, um, Ric Flair lost. Ric Flair lost. Sorry, he had a pair of Ric Flair's boots, and the WWF uh, warehouse guy asked if he could get a Lennon for Access Weekend, and he gave yeah. them, and the guy lost them. Ah, right, and he's and for months and months and months. He says, I'll, I'll repay you. And he ended up sending him that the WWF, the original belt for the, the, the globe belt. And and, and, he, and Conrad worked out that it was the one that was used at WrestleMania 17, the very exact one. Really, wow, Amazing. wow. I think, How, me, why am I so in it? Why am I in it so much? I mean, I a lot of wrestling fans are into the belts. Oh. Don't get me wrong, I hate seeing them at shows. Hate right. seeing them at shows. I can't go that. You wouldn't wear it at show. That, but... Put up on and your I hate even seeing it on TV. Because it just yeah, takes yeah. away from the, the mystique of winning it. I don't mind you having it in your room, but don't take it to shows, man. Right, okay. So there's some advice for Grado. If you've got a belt, do not take them to the shows. I think for me, I've got to go traditional. The IC belt, not not the kind of the white attitude you know, one that they kind of brought back, the traditional honky-tonk man, mm-hmm. uh, ultimate warrior, Bret Hart, Icy with a globe in the middle, uh, the globe yep. and I, I loved that belt. I, I was always a fan of the Icy, Icy belt as opposed to the heavyweight um, kind of scene back in the 80s and early 90s, you know, so I'd, I'd, I'd have to have that. I'd have that. It'd be cool. Um, uh, let's check what the punters are saying. Uh, Steve says probably an unpopular choice, but I love the eco-friendly WWE Championship Daniel Bryan had. Fit his heel eco warrior character perfectly. Nah, nah, I'm not nah. buying that. Nah, I hate it. I'm not buying that. that. Horrible. How can anybody pick that as their favourite? Um, Kev says the WWE agrees with you. Uh, WCW, <laughs> US, and TV titles were great. NWA World's Heavyweight Championship always looked a bit special. The WWF Hardcore Belt was also cool. Did you like the Hardcore Belt? I liked the Hardcore Belt. I, I think Jester had the Hardcore Belt, I. But do you know what? I'm laughing when I read TV title. I remember going to a BCW show before I, 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 I well, I suppose it was just when I was training and I was obsessed with the, the WCW TV title. And the promoter fucking put up for a raffle, John, right? <laughs> and I mean, I'm talking like a fucking pound fifty raffle. <laughs> and I remember it getting drawn and I bought about five or six tickets and it got drawn and like just this random fucking woman in her 50s for like Kilmarnock won it and I was like I'll give you 20 pounds for this and she was like no I, I couldn't get away like I couldn't get, get that I had always wanted one of these belts and a fucking a random woman won it at the Grand Hall in Kilmarnock <laughs> and she's fucking walking out the room with her shoulder I was oh <laughs> some kicking about Kilmarnock to this day with TV belt around there mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Brett I have two but I'm going with uh, a British title and a US title two are, are my favourites are the black and white Zero G title um, and the original mm-hmm. ECW world title I like that as well yeah, yeah. Uh, always the WWF Scottish Wrestling Network. Uh, always the WWF European Championship. The big ego. It's not the big globe. I'm just reading. It's the big ego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dean says personally, the Smoking Skull Belt was always my favourite. That that would have probably been Rab's number one. I'm guessing. 
Mm-hmm. Um, uh, though the NXT UK belt is a modern belt that reeks of prestige, I have to say I that NXT that. UK belt is an absolute belter. Um, That's a that, cracker. It's the best looking it's... title. And I, I'm not a big fan of the smoking skull. I've never been a fan of like the the Cena spinner and the edge and all that. I've never never. What about the Brahma Bull one? Nah, I mean there was. He never even used it, did he? No, I didn't really. No, I think he used it. Um, uh, I'll get some stick for this, but I love the hardcore belt. It says Scott. I think that belt was perfectly sums up what the division was all about. Co second is the WWE global title. Just reminds me of my childhood and how wrestling was better back then. Uh, CJ says Attitude Era IC title for me. Design gets a lot of hate, but I've always loved it. Kyle says big fan of ten pounds of gold NWWEight title. Simple yet looks classy. Um, Also a fan of the old IWGP heavyweight title before the redesign. That's a shout. That's a shout for the, the, the NWA title. You knew read the redesign looks a bit like the old Divas Championship. It's not the best. Uh, no. Um CC Will says the CCW Wired title was a cracker. God, that's taking me back. Jesus. I can't even picture that one. I can't even picture that one. Uh, Big Gold says Sean. Um now I, I think this is a wrestler, but it's he's on Twitter, he's called Far Too Bored. Um, I have a soft spot for the PWE tag team titles, but it might be massively biased on this one. Uh, the BCW Championship is probably one of the most iconic title belts in Scotland, worldwide. Uh, BCW, have you held that one, Grado? Um, I think, I, what did I do again? There was something where I, I don't know, there was something where I maybe, I think I won it or something, and then it got... They get changed. I can't even remember. I've never been a BCW champion, but right. if we're going to talk about British belts, yeah, the BCW is a cracker. The PBW one's nice as well, but the personally see the one I've I've got the the PWE World Title, which is based on the the, the ten pounds gold one that you see that I usually have sitting in the background. Yeah, that was a classic belt. Yeah, that's a yeah, classic, yeah, classic yeah. belt, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gav says the Interno- IC Championship 2011 to 2019. That's the, the white one. Uh, hearts back to the 85 97 version with a better shape. And Andy leaves us off with the winged eagle, eagle belt. Not really for the looks, but the fact that it was the title for so long that if you want it, you wear the same belt the Legends, as the Legends did before you. The undisputed title looked cool as fuck. Um, as well. See the winged eagle as well. I remember obviously I had had the other belt for a wee while. And then see when I turned 16, I got £90 a week working for in fact, was it £90 a week or was it £90 a fortnight? So I get two pies for McDonald's where it was week, weekly or fortnightly. And I ended up with um this was the first time I ever had money. So I had um £180 in the bank. And I remember just straight away, my first ever wage, I bought the winged eagle. WWF title off eBay. You still got and it? I had it for about two years. Nah, I sold it, which I'm raising about. Oh, man. Well, you've got plenty of money now, Grado. Get yourself on and get a new one. <laughs> um, but, I, I mean, how did... Grado, you've been around the industry. How do you go about getting a belt? I mean, you, you've have you considered it for the pavilion shows? How do you go about getting a belt made? Do you, did, do you go to a designer? How does the whole process work? Well, I'd say 15 years ago, it was hard to actually get a belt. There was there was kind of guys that were doing belts and the, the quality was crap. It was kind of like tin, but they were custom made and, they, were, and they, they looked no bad, but they were about £150, £200. But you, really, if you wanted a right tidy belt, you'd go to um, Dave Milliken or is it Jamar? What's his name? Is it Jamar Belts? Um, 
But no, man, there's loads of folk that, because I reckon it's because they loved replica belts when they're wings and they've actually learned how to craft belts together. Wow. There's a guy in Aberdeen, there's a guy in Aberdeen that, 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 that makes belts and he, I saw, here's one, he made a belt for, see the old Braveheart's uh, promotion that we talk about, old Braveheart up in um, Dundee for SWE. He, this guy made that and it's a fucking screamer, John. It's a screamer of a belt. But you really, it's, it, it'll set you back about two or three grand to get a, really? an absolute cracker. Wow. Uh, it wow. Really ICW had one that was made, the, IC, the ICW title, I'm sure, was kind of, at first, was kind of shit quality. But the week before the the SEC show with me and Drew, they got it made professionally, like as wow. in, they go they so the same template and they got it made and it looked and it looks shit hot. I mean, looks tremendous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, I, you're, I, I'm, I, I would, I would, um, I, you need to have a good belt. Yeah. Well, I, do you know what? I, I think we want to get that sorted. I'd love to get a belt maker on the the running wrestling daft belt. Oh, we need to get a wrestling daft belt. That's what we need so we can yeah. once we start promoting shows and that. Uh, but I know we need to get a belt maker uh, on on the running. So I, I love that. But uh, thanks for all your contributions for that great shout. <laughs> it's time uh, for our wrestling daft road story. Um, I'm going to have to substitute for Rab and bring out my acting skills again because I've already read the story. So Grade will have to play the part of reacting to it. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to pretend to be a, a, a wrestler again. I'll be the new right, okay. wrestler and in the car with the veteran himself, Grado, as we're on our way back from the show. So, um... Step yeah, in the motor. Let's get in the motor. Here we go. Did I do okay in the ring today, Mr. Grado? Did I do all right? What to do tonight, sir? Um, oh, mate. Stick in. Just um, I'd, I'd work in your cardio, brother. Cardio, cardio, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Any other advice? Any, did you like my finishing move? What was that again? Uh, it was a kind of reverse pile driver off the top rope and flipped at the end. <laughs> that was, I Hi, it, mate. I'm I, no fucking taking it. Right, okay. I call it the John Hammer. Um, so, oh. Um, oh, yeah, listen, I'd... I'd like to tell you a story because you know, Mr. Grado, I want to, to, to you know, impress you, and I, I think. Yeah, okay. Story, I get that quite a lot, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I was, I was, I'm a student. I don't know if you know, I was a student at Edinburgh Uni, and I shared a flat with my friend Sean Callaghan, and for the purpose of the story, that is actually his name. Um, so <laughs> you know, in the flat. We, we used to play pranks, so you know, ribs on each other, you're pranking on each other, uh, okay. you know, you know, throwing cold water over each other, you know, the air horns waking up each other with that. Basically, yeah. we, we made each other's life hell with the, the pranks we played, you know, it was all about the ribs and the flat, you know, we like, felt like we our own heart, you know, all that sort of stuff. Uh, um, okay. So we, we decided after a wee while this stuff wasn't really affecting us, it was kind of, you know, it was kind of chill's play. So we came up with a game and it was called Hide the shite. Okay. So, I think you can imagine what the idea of the game was, uh, Grado, but, you know, you basically, you had a shite, you hid it, and then you told your pal when it was done. It was then their job to find the shite in the flat as quick as possible. Okay. So, basically, it started, you know, fun and games, fun and games. So, I started the game when, and, and put one in this football book. And then he followed that up with putting one in my shoe. And each time, it, you know, it would be over pretty quickly, you know. Um, 
you know, you'd find it within a, an hour, maybe a couple of hours, you know. It went on for a couple of months and we were asking ourselves, is it clatty? Aye, it was, aye, aye. Was it disgusting? Aye, it, it, it was. But did we have fun? No, no really, but we still continued to do it. So, basically, <laughs> Sean really stepped up to the plate one day and really stepped up the game. Took it, I would say, a bit too far, Grado, because he put the shite in my pillowcase. And so when I was going to my bed that night, I obviously found it while I was trying to get to sleep. And I'm thinking to myself, this, this has gone too far. What kind of pal put shite in your pillowcase? But at the same time, I was thinking, I'm getting this prick back. So it took me a wee bit of while to, to think how I could top this, right? But I found a place, I'll tell you, I found a place. I just told him, it's done. <laughs> move on, move on a day, move on two days. Three days later, still had not been found a new world record and hide the shite had been accomplished. Quite happy with myself. However, two weeks pass and he's still, he's asking me, did you actually hide the shite? And I'm like, aye. Aye. Every other shite by this point had been found by accident, you know. Um, and but this point, he's taking his time and hunting the flat high and low to find the shite. All over the flat, he's far and wide, up and down cupboards, under beds. He is looking for this shite, right? And now he's getting pretty pissed off because he's not found it. Right. So we're coming right. up to a month now. <laughs> the shite has still not been found. Okay. Still no shite found. So one day we're at the, the breakfast table and we're sitting having, you know, our toast, our cereal and what have you. And Sean went to spread the butter on his toast. However, when he was applying the butter to said bit of toast, it started to turn a little bit brown. The shite had been found. Yes, sir, I had planted the shite in a tub of butter. <laughs> And no one had caught to it. So basically, the channel takes a scrap, and we have it go to a scrap. We decide then the game is officially over. Sean gets married in July, however, and I'm part of the wedding party. And he ate my shite, but we're still pals. Oh, that's fucking bogging. I bet he got worms. I bet he got worms. Well, you, well is... if you go back to an old episode of Wrestling Daft, you'll find that. That's, that's yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, that could be um, that could be Wrestling Daft match. I quite like that story. Hide the shite. Hide, hide the shite. So, hide the uh, shite, and we get it. We we, we mock it off a, a, another like WWF logo, like the King of the Ring. Hide the shite. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you very much for Stephen McCabe for providing ah, that was good ah, that's a good that. there, was, there was no sex or it they anything. come just shite just shite today uh, if you want to get a wrestling daft's road story into us we'd really appreciate it they're flooding in so thank you so much for that but we'll want to keep them coming in because they're absolutely popping us every week uh, so drop us a DM on Twitter at wrestling daft on Facebook or you can drop it on our email wrestling daft at gmail.com 
So that's it for Wrestling Daft this week. We missed Drab, but uh, like we always say, card subject to change. He'll be back next week, he promises. He's just really busy doing this sitcom at the moment. Gradle, however, is about to start filming his sitcom, so fingers crossed we get Gradle on. We might uh, be poking you over the next couple of weeks. And there could be just kind of bare ways, because obviously for a year there, we've been doing absolutely F4, and everything's all coming at the one time, so we're going to try and... Uh, yeah. Be able to get on top it, but hopefully Rab's back ne- next week. Yeah. A couple of stories for being on set with you. We have, we'll get some surprise guest marks uh, oh, on as well. Gradle, who's going to be a listener of the week? Listener this week, um, I don't know what to think. I think we should give it to Colin Mackin. Do you know why I think that? Because poor Vinnie Mack didn't get his birthday sang to the race. So Colin Mackin and Vinnie Mack. See, there you go. That's better than uh, getting me to shout happy birthday to you. You're now <laughs> listening to the week, man. There you go. Um, if um, you want to get in touch with the show, uh, you can do that. Get us on Twitter, get us on Instagram, get us on Facebook. Please leave a, a review and subscribe on Apple, wherever you get your podcast. Sign up to Patreon. Give us some money. You know, we can keep the show going. There's lots of great content up there. We're going to get some extra bonus podcasts up there really, really soon. So patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. There's t-shirts in that as well. You can get face masks, you can get phone covers, you can get truck, you can get cradle bum bags, you can get bum ba- wrestling daft bum bags for fuck's sake. Get that. Get involved. Shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft. That's it for this week's show. Um, thank you very much, Grado. Um, you've been, I've, I've enjoyed your stories this week. Aye. I was in the mid for 10 a wee story or two, so there you have it. We didn't have much TNA chat, which was, was, was a bit disappointing. Well, you know what? It's... Um... I know we don't like plugging, but I'm part of that fucking Patreon to get Jeff Jarrett's podcast early, and he's they're talking about how it came about, and obviously I'm all over it. Oh, I'm I thought you were. I'm all over it, man. Yeah. I'm just so glad to have been part of fucking. You're just waiting the for the best your company in the world to come out of Nashville, Tennessee. What? You're just waiting for that mention on the Jeff Jarrett. You've already been mentioned on the Jeff Jarrett podcast. Aye, but when he gets into the just wait till they review Slam Anniversary 2017 or something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, so yes, uh, thank you very much for listening. Um, I, I've not got a catchphrase, so you just do yours. Up and That's not your catchphrase. It's yourself. There you go. Audio Frontier.